Wait. Okay. Wait. All right. Today is uh, November 17th, 2021. I'm here with David. Yeah. How's it, how's it going? Pretty good. I, I think I should ping pong it to you. I think, I think last time I started, um, mm. you want to start? How's sure. it going, Cal? It's, it's, it's good. I kind of started off today poorly with like spiraling into a OCD thing where I just like put on literally every piece of clothing that I own and it was just like hated the way it looked on me. And then like by the time I left, it was like almost two o'clock and all of my laundry was on the floor. I hadn't even eaten yet. I hadn't showered, but I just like needed to get out of the house to kind of end that whole thing. So I made it out and then I went straight to the library where I just like wrote some stuff and did some homework and just like chilled away from my room. I don't know, room, the room is a deadly place, especially when you don't have a roommate and it's just you in this isolated room. Mm. I feel like a lot can go wrong. So like I've kind of decided that I need to spend the least amount of time in my room as possible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm curious, have you ever thought to like just go bare minimalist with your fashion, just like have the same t-shirt and the same pants for like every day? Of the yeah, week? yeah. So that's something I've been thinking about is just like fashion in general because like it's sometimes a very positive thing. Like I, sorry, I just got a text from my housemate, threw me off. It's sometimes a very positive thing. Like, there's nothing better than, especially when Taylor's here and we both can, like, just dress up in, like, these nice outfits that just, like, make us feel like us. It's this good feeling when you, like, look in the mirror and you're like, yeah, this outfit feels like me. Uh, greatest feeling ever. But when it doesn't go well, then I just feel like shit. So I think, I don't think the issue is, like, I don't think I need to just stop with fashion as like a whole i think the what i need to do is change my intentions and instead of like wanting to look good i just need to look i just need to feel like i'm expressing myself properly Mm. you know what i mean yeah no i feel that but it's hard i don't know oh shit did i now you sound interesting yeah oh my god are you serious did my oh, hold on a second. something I'm some, something definitely unplugged. Check check. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Ah, oh, damn it! It's not. Dude, are you serious? But yeah, you don't sound. And I can't change it in the settings. Ah, we might have to stop this recording and go to the next one. Okay, no worries. Wait, so if I just. All right. Yeah. Either. Well, I was, I was going to say, like, do you think knowing this, like, do you think fashion is still worth it given, like, what it can give you versus what it can, like, take away from you? Dude, I, n- I need to rethink this whole fashion thing, like, completely. Like, <sighs> well, how do you think about it before? Well, I mean, I've always, so I've, I've always had a weird relationship with fashion. Like, it's like, <laughs> it sometimes is the greatest thing. I don't know. I, it's, it's like an art form, you know? And it's like just a way I can express. But then 
other times it's like I put all these expectations on myself as like a model for these clothes and I just like want to look a certain way and that's when it also comes falling apart so I don't know I guess I need there's like a fucking fire outside what there's like flashing lights like bad flashing lights hold on i'm gonna take a peek outside this is our second interruption within like five minutes but hold on It's just they're doing like construction at eight eight seven thirty. <laughs> it's in the pitch black outside of my house. Nice. Anyways, yeah. So honestly, I don't really have much to say on it because I haven't put too much thought into this whole like changing my philosophy on fashion. But something I will definitely think about. But I do want I do want just like some designated outfits <laughs> that are just like super simple in like yeah. charcoal. Like, that's the color. And I just can just walk out the door with them with no thought. Wait, wait. Charcoal, you said? Like, that's the color you want? <laughs> yeah, just, like, the most boring muted color I could think of. Oh, I see. I mean, I have yeah. kind of found, like, like kind of a kind of a comfort with, um, what should we call it? With, uh, with clothes that just have, like, kind of, like, simple colors and, like, just, yeah. So, I've been rocking with, like you know, a maroon bomber and then black <laughs> jeans and yeah, white yeah. shirt shoes and just having it simple like that. But I feel like fashion though still holds like a, a closer part to your identity than, than me or, or other people that I may know. So like, I don't know if something you want to like change necessarily. Maybe, I guess, no, that's, that's so could be the case, but yeah, I I don't, you, you've always something. been someone. No, actually, no. Have you? Have you always been someone who's been aware of their own fashion? I'd say so, kind of. But I've never really... I was never happy with it uh, huh. until, like, this year. I feel like I'm actually, like, dressing no way. the way I've always wanted to. But my relationship with fashion's always been complicated because my brother always used to bully me every time I put something on. And so uh, moving to Berkeley has, like, changed the game. You know? When, like, I can walk out the door with a, in a fucking dress... And that's just, I just look like everyone else. Like, I don't even stand out. Um, Bro, so, that yeah. Pisses me, that pisses me off so much. I don't know why that pisses me off a lot. Like, normally, you've told me stuff about your brother, and I, I generally just, like, kind of just accept that. And, like, yeah, that's him. Like, But that one, I don't, uh, for some reason, that one, like, I know he's, <laughs> he's done a couple of things before, but, like, for some reason, that one just can't sit well with me, like. Damn. Yeah, that one that one definitely was hurtful. Uh just because it just it got me in a bad mood. It was like that's how I started my day was with him, you know, bowling me or calling me a faggot for like wearing a certain outfit. Which like man, like at the root of our existence, you just want to be yourself. Like that's just what it's all about. And like why would you why would you go out of your way to like step on someone else? When they're like, you know, wearing an outfit that they're obviously vulnerable wearing. Like, Jesus. Yeah. It's not yeah. cool. I don't, I don't even know how you can, like, 
I don't know how that level of evil can even come out of someone, but yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's his own insecurity that kind of like? Yeah, of this? course. Yeah. I mean, I know what it's rooted in is, is he's always like, I don't know if he's been like necessarily jealous. Cause I do just genuinely think he sees some of my outfits and thinks they're hideous. But then at the same time, he's jealous of the fact that like I had friends who were one accepting of me and who wouldn't care if I wore something like that. And two, he's jealous of like the fact that I had the confidence levels to put something on like that. Uh, Mm. and then but then it's like caked on with this like no you're just a fag and i just need to like help you because i'm your older brother like that's the that's the game he made it seem like he was playing oh like he wanted to like give you advice on fashion yes he's like no he's like you look fucking gay like you need to wear a a white t-shirt and sports shorts to school and I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with wearing a white t-shirt and sports shorts to school. Like, I would never, I never critiqued my brother's fashion choices, you know, but it's, it's weird. I think maybe, uh, you know, that, that, uh, has conditioned me. Uh, and now sometimes I guess when I look in the mirror, like I've become the critic that my brother once was and yeah, maybe something like that yeah. exist in it you know it's hard to you know pinpoint why someone hates themselves but it could be one of the reasons yeah um also uh going back to merced to, uh, tomorrow night oh shit okay yeah so i get to Wait, see is, my dog is marcus coming back is that what this is like no is- not yet almost okay, okay. yeah almost, almost. um okay but, but no back I just felt like it. I'm like, I just miss my dog and like I get three days off. So taking advantage. Uh, and don't have much planned, honestly. You just huh. want to head back. Do you want to have anything planned or is it good to just go back with just like... Hey. I like just going back. Anytime I plan stuff, it just becomes too chaotic. I like chilling when I'm in Merced. Mm. You know, I, all I know is I'm going to ha- hang out with Taylor at least once and my friend Angelica from Rayleigh's at least once. And then the rest of it is who knows. That's sweet that you kept friends at Rayleigh's. (laughs) Yeah, dude, Angelica is is a one of a kind individual. And Mm. she's she's the sweetest motherfucking person I've ever met in my life. Like, ah, I met her when I was 17 years old and fresh off the pandemic. And she was like 21 and I was 17. And she just like took me under her wing. And just hung out with me every single day because she was one of the few people I could hang out with because we were in the same bubble working at the same store. So it just seemed right that we were able to hang out during the pandemic. And, yeah. and what's I'm telling story? you, she's, she's, um, she's, she lives in Atwater. Uh, she works like 50 hours a week at Rayleigh's and is just trapped within this situation where now her health care is through Rayleigh's. Now she has car payments and now you have this like extraordinary individual who is like one, one of the best writers like around I'm telling you. And she like reads books constantly and she would make the greatest English teacher slash professor, but she can't get out of this Rayleigh situation because she has bills to pay and she literally has no time or money to go to school. So she's just stuck with this job that isn't fulfilling and it's like taking a toll on her. 
Damn. Yeah. And like that's the same situation with Taylor as well. And it's like, fuck me. If UBI existed, don't even don't even get me started on UBI, David. <laughs> <laughs> or a broader sense, like I don't know. Yeah. Well, don't well, don't well, get well, me into the critiques on civilization. No, I mean yeah. it's upsetting. Well, yeah, cause... it's just it's just upsetting. I've been pissed about the fact that we have to work fucking jobs. The fact that we were all just roaming the earth with one another, and we had this beautiful thing, this untouched nature, this whole world living in balance in nature. Like we had a symbiotic relationship with everything around us, and then suddenly we began to farm, David, and we have thrown off this nature, and and now instead of frolicking around with everyone surviving and living in the moment we are stuck working unfulfilling jobs segregated from one another with like no ounce of humanity left mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting i the first thing i thought of when you said that was like i think a lot of people always go into zoos and like see the animals in captivity and they're like damn man i really wish they were just like back out in the wild and just like having at the time of their lives instead but, <laughs> I know. but we can't say the same about ourselves no but the thing is, is like most animals actually would prefer living in captivity oh yeah i know it's just shit <laughs> and like having inside you have you know daily meals you well, don't have i don't know if that's entirely i don't know if that's entirely true though i mean like you look at orcas in captivity and mm-hmm. some of them just are literally de- there's depressed orcas that have waning lifespans because there's nothing to do like their behavior literally is like unexplainable and they kind of just float around and it's like hmm it's weird yeah that's a good point but um i guess on that topic of like not wanting to go fully into which i'm totally fine with but like not going wanting to go and fully into yeah. civilization critique yeah. but yeah i don't think we've gotten to really take in um no shit my computer's about to go to sleep no okay um oh god no more interruptions now we're in we're in the bubble now all right we're in yeah yeah this we're is, broadcasting this is too far in. in too far in um are you trying to change the subject what do you want to talk about, David? No, no, I fuck. I, I lost my train of thought. This has been happening recently. I don't like this. Bro, I don't know. Okay, so, fuck. Uh, uh, I think it had to do with... Oh, yeah, I mean... I just want to know, like, your thoughts on this podcast as a whole. Like, if you've been getting out of it what you wanted to and, like... Anything you feel like that's missing that... I, I, I don't know. Because I feel like we've definitely let it like become a space where whatever we need in the moment for it to be if you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean like so yeah just any thoughts shit man the last one we recorded in in harvard was was beautiful and i just like i like that like i don't even there's nothing more we huh what did we do again we like we just talked and like again i don't think we should even put too many expectations upon this podcast like Mm. i think sometimes an episode if it just doesn't hit like it just doesn't hit but 
that just means we were not hidden that day. Like, I mean, we, again, this is just an honest portrayal of how we felt and trying to have like banger episodes is just not a realistic view on life. And this is all this podcast is. It's just a snapshot of how we feel. Shit. Yeah, that's a good point. I just feel like, I think at one point I thought this podcast could be used to just like keep track of, have you ever felt this? Like there's so many things that are happening in life and you feel like they're significant or you feel like you should at least remember them and you, you know, obviously not recording them down or writing them down. And I think at one point it was just like this podcast. I think there were some episodes where we tried to do that, where it was like, okay, this is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened in the past week. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is yeah. what I thought about that. And looking back, I don't know if those episodes were like bangers where I felt great about them, but I've recently been like feeling that like I, anyways, but I, I actually really enjoy your way of putting this, which is, yeah, just letting 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 whatever needs to happen happen in the moment, whatever we yeah. decide. Um Yeah. And for and for me, like what this podcast is, is you. Like I just like coming on here and just listening to you talk. Mm, like of yeah. course I come on here emotional, but like once I work through those, like then for me, like I just come on here to listen to you. Like that's the whole point you know damn yeah same thing here it's like i come on here just like damn man what is what's in cal's head right now you know yeah yeah and and what's great is like after being in boston for 10 days and like just seeing how you live your life i have so much context and i can like understand what the fuck you're talking about now oh shit fuck i really gotta go to berkeley damn it i know you have no idea like this is all just like hmm David, you need to come. But mm. but yeah, I, I also, I've been writing those papers. You know that paper I wrote in the library? Yeah. Uh, I, I've been writing those and like that's been helping me big time because it just takes me out of this like unconscious state of OCD shit and puts me back. Puts me back. So yeah, I've been writing those. I wrote one today, but like, I don't know if I could really read this one. What do you mean? No, no, no. Some of them, I, I don't know. I mean, the thing, the thing that, uh, 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 the thought that really got me today was the fact that people just have an effect on me. People that I don't know. I just went to a concert last night and there was just a girl dancing next to me. And we were kind of like dancing together while listening to this band called Slow Pulp at the bottom of the hill in San Francisco. And like, this girl definitely, I don't exist in her fucking brain anymore. But, like, I can't stop thinking about her. And then, like, I, while I was literally writing this paper about the girl I was dancing next to, another girl walks by. And I'm not, and this isn't even an attraction thing. I'm just kind of, like, obsessed with people. Like, I'm, I don't want to fuck them. I mean, maybe I do a little bit. But, like, it's more just, like, huh. Like, you've caught my attention now. I can't stop thinking about you. Well, another girl walks by as I'm writing about another girl. And she's just i don't know just something about her and i haven't stopped thinking about her either and then last night i was at mcdonald's and there was this guy and this other guy i'm presuming they were a gay couple literally the most beautiful man i've ever seen in my life he had like this like messy blonde hair these chunky new balances these baggy pants and yeah i just like the way his mouth moved when he like talked to me because i had i complimented his outfit 
haven't got that guy out of my fucking brain either. And it's just like, do I have one? Do I have the same effect on other people? I don't need an answer. I don't need an answer because that's just asking for reassurance. And two, like, do you, do people do that to you, David? Hmm. I'm trying to wonder. First of all, I, I don't, I don't know for you, first of all, because like, I think for you, I'm just curious for those four people that you've mentioned, the couple, but then the two girls, it seems like there was like an aesthetic component to them that bound you. Yes, there was. Yeah. And versus me, for some reason, for some reason, it's like how someone talks that really gets me. Hmm. Like there's, there's a way that people talk that you, you know, it's like they're talking as if they're viewing themselves from like a, like an upper deck operating room. This is going to sound hella confusing, but some people talk as if they're actively retrospecting their own voice as they're talking. I I know what you're talking about. I think you can notice it by the pauses that they take, the the speed at which they talk and just the level of self-awareness that they have while talking. Like for instance, for some reason like that. And, and, and therefore I don't really get caught up in strangers per se. Like, like there's this one lady that I met in at McDonald's of all places. She, she, she was obviously very old. Oh fuck. Three score. She was 74. She was 74. She was, I'll, I'll t- wait, I don't think I've ever told you this story. I was at McDonald's Please. walking with someone and and um oh sorry i was passing by mcdonald's and there was a lady sitting outside that mcdonald's entrance just sitting there like on a wheelchair and then she asked i was like hey can we get a can, can we get her a mcchicken and some orange juice i was like yeah sure why not and uh, honestly i'm kind of craving some mcdonald's I'll, I'll get some so i did came out and she said thank you thank you so much um i'm trying to facetime my daughter um she lives in jamaica um and and then you know, oh no, she was FaceTiming her daughter and her granddaughter together, all together on FaceTime. They both live in Jamaica. Mm. Okay. And um, I don't know why she was the, here in Boston of all places. I think maybe because of some sort of like, you know, immigration, um, immigrate. Like, you know how like when Haiti had that earthquake, a lot of people yeah. were, were migrated to Boston specifically. Um, I don't know something similar, but anyway, she was there and she was saying, oh, her daughter is saving up money to build an extra room so that she can live there. And, and then she spoke and, and she like, she like looked at us and she spoke very slowly and she said, you know, God gives you, what is it? God gives you three score, 10 years. Remember that three score, 10 years. So three scores, a score is 20, you know, four score and stuff like that. Mm. So she, she said, basically God gives you seven years to live any years after that is a blessing of this universe and i had four of those that's why that's why i remember she's 74 Mm. and 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 she was like i really want to spend all of my blessings with my daughter and my granddaughter and right now i'm facetiming with them and they're saving up money and the way she was talking was just it's almost as if she was thinking while she was talking and I can almost glean a part of her brain, you know. As, yeah. And then it's the, like fuck. That that was that's like jarring in my memory. 
but I can't remember what she was wearing. I frankly can't remember if she had eyeglasses on. I can't remember what shoes she had. Oh, fuck. Like, there's some people just talk. And that what sticks into me. And and I'm not going to lie. Like, there, there are certainly people who, like, look attractive or, or look aesthetically pleasing that catch my eye in the moment. Um, but I don't think if they, like, stuck in my mind longer than, let's say, like, a day. But I don't know. This huh. is something for you. Like, th- was this yeah. recently, recently? Or Ooh, all these people that I've mentioned? Or this obsession I've had with strangers? I don't know what you're referring to. Wait, say that again? I don't know what you were referring to. Like, what was recently? Oh, the the four people. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was... Uh, th- these were all within three days of each other. But, I mean, this happens, like, often. Like, I don't know. And I just feel, like, weird. Like, there's another girl who... I Like, this. there's this homeless guy who has a sign that says, like, burn society to the ground or something. And he, like, lays out all these books downtown and sells them for a dollar each and he just like while you're looking through his books he just like yells to you about all of his (laughs) things that he has an issue with with the world and there's like this girl who was like sifting through the books with me (sighs) never said a word to her Mm. but i could tell you exactly what she was wearing i could tell you like the color of the head wrap on her head the, how the length of her shorts the tank top like everything like Damn. it was but it was that was like two months ago and i never said a word to her um but i like wanted to and like i get these i get this like sensation in my body like it's something inside of me just says like go up to them and say something but that's so creepy like you can't just go up to people and say something right can you but it's just weird. And, like, I don't know why, but I just need to, like, go up and, like, somehow be involved. Like, hey, like, I just need to say something to you. Mm. But, like, I, I mean, that's unfair to put someone in that situation. Like, how terrible would that be? So I don't. But occasionally I do. Like, for example, the guy. Uh, it was this, the gay couple. I, I needed an excuse to say something to this guy because I'm like, I don't want to die and never have said anything to you, you know? So I, like, made up an excuse to, like, say something to him and asked him about the situation at McDonald's because, like, they weren't coming to the door. And then I, like, turned that into a conversation about his outfit. And then I was, like, just satisfied. I was, like, yes, okay, you said something to them. You can leave now. You're okay. You made it. This probably has something to do with OCD and the fact that, it, like, it is kind of a, an, an obsession and a compulsion mixed together. So... It does kind of fit into that, but it would be nice to just be able to walk the fuck around without like over, over observing these strangers. Like, I wish I could just let them pass by and just move on, but I get yeah. so hung up on them. I mean, I'm wondering, cause like generally that the reason why you're hung up and the reason why I'm hung up over anything is regret. Yeah. Is, that, yeah, is, that, is there a feeling of regret? There is. Yeah. There is a little bit of regret there. Where I'm like, I just feel like something may have happened if I like would have come up and somehow struck a conversation with them. But you know, sometimes it's just like I don't know. Sometimes I just I feel like I need to learn to just be okay with letting those things go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's like a tormented way to live your life. It's just like 
constantly think of something that you can do and then just not do it and regret it like oh yeah yeah is it regret that you spoke to them or regret that you could have made a friend or regret that like you could have been significant to this person that you admire i think i think it's that i think it's an it's this want to just like mean something to someone that i admire and someone that i find beautiful and someone that i think is cool (laughs) <laughs> and then i mean i know and i know that sounds dumb and this like need for validation for someone that i admire is like that'll never make you happy um but yet it's something that almost everyone here when i yeah. say here i probably say on this planet earth <laughs> but yeah. strives for you know like bro dude you will not well, i mean i'm sure you can believe but like the amount of like kissassery that students here do to professors especially professors that are like full professors or professors that would have like a really nice name on recommendation letters yeah it is disgusting like whoo and bro i'm not gonna say like this is not something i don't do like one professor in my like professor Kleinman, like he's a giant in his field he's like 84 now and literally like he has he has trained doctors who are who are now like receiving the nobel prize in medicine like like he jesus he is a, a big deal, you know? Yeah. And, like, I'm here taking his class. Like, shit, like, I, I want for him to know my name, you know? And when he does, when he, like, remembers my name and comes up to me and says hi, like, shit, you know? It's, like, it's addictive, that feeling of, like, I, my yes. name is stuck in this person's mind. Like, is that is that messed up to say? Like, it's almost like you're conquering someone's mind. Like, yes. hey, I, have a, I have a piece of real estate, you know? Yes. Yes, I'm like heart. this person. This person thought of me. Yeah, same thing. Yes, I mean, like I think of like She Diamond, which is like always someone I admired, especially after I saw her uh, at her when I went to her concert and saw her. And like now that I'm hanging out with her brother, and now that like I'm friends with her, like it just like feels so good to be like, ah, like I thought you were cool, and now you think I'm cool, which must mean that I'm cool. And uh, fuck me, it's such a, it's such like a elementary thing like I've, i feel like I've, I've started this like need in like first grade <laughs> i could think of like the same feeling and yet it still just like rules me mm. it rules me yeah but it's like it's so unfair to just everyone involved yourself the other person like i wish i could just let go and just like be okay with no one giving a fuck about me hmm hmm you know this 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 begs me to wonder like and i'm and i'm going to follow this up with a question about your thoughts coming here and and why you think this context is so helpful but i've been really thinking about just like really digging into the why i don't know if you've done this but like digging into like the why of like every small thing you do mm. yeah i think you know it's interesting i in th- this morning i was at my psych class and um the professor was talking about rumination and how rumination has been shown to be bad for your health, like negative mental health outcomes for ruminating. And yet when asked, because like most things, when they're bad for you, people will say like, yeah, it's bad for me. Like, yeah, you know, obsessive compulsive thoughts are like, they, they damage me. And they're also been shown to have negative health outcomes. Yeah. But rumination is interesting where like it has been shown to have negative health outcomes. Yet when people are, interviewed about ruminating they say yeah this is like the most helpful thing like it's helping me like ruminating is like really digging into like what just happened or 
or like yeah. really spending a long time thinking about which and it's like yeah it's helping me to like like figure out what's going on and piece together the puzzle that is what just happened and and stuff like that and i'm afraid that we are victims to that too of this this addiction to ruminating and i'm saying this more out of for myself and i'm wondering if it's the same thing for you or if you've seen this in me where i just like delve into ruminating for so long and i just end out end up back at the surface more confused probably more damaged (laughs) and uh just overall less happy than i was before Mm. yeah i mean like ruminating is something that yeah you and i do yeah way too fucking much like david if you knew the amount of thinking i do it's like unbelievable like about shit that just like what like i feel like every single interaction i have with a human being i immediately like go run and hide and dissect and think about what just happened like oh my god you said something to that person i'm getting better at distracting myself when i get caught up in that thinking but i mean i think of like let's think of the ruminating you did when you and anna were like unsure of your relationship i mean we put deep thought into that dynamic for like 15 episodes unsure about a relationship like this was like before before, dating, before right? you were with her yeah i mean it's like it's crazy how some people can just leave those things like they can just like block it out and just like they're now thinking of something else but mm. i mean we really think about things I mean, like, David, okay, this is one thing about you that I, um, I mean, I think you know, you do it, but I I think you are a distracted person at times. Mm. I think I I often, I'm I'm often with you and I feel like you're not there. Um, But I think this podcast forces us to both be present with one another, of course, and, uh, But yeah, I I did notice it when I was in Harvard that at times you are just like caught up in a state of thought and like the the moment just doesn't exist. And I remember like back at Merced High, I would literally like snap you out of thinking and like like you had this look on your face like you had no idea what was even going on. Damn. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know if that's if that's really answering your question or like elaborating properly, but. No, it is. I mean, like even now, as you were talking, I was thinking about something. Actually, yeah, I was thinking. me too. As I was talking, I was thinking about something. But like, I literally... Is this just us, though? No. You, well, okay. Everyone has their like level of, you know, non-present thinking. But no, I think me and you, and I think this is why we were attracted to one another, is we both, like, we're at fault with this. This is just a similar personality trait we have. Um, it's tough. I mean, believe me, Molly's like this too. And I think people who have this, uh, you know, fault, <laughs> they attract to one another. And that's why, like, a lot of my friends deal with this. But I, there are people out there who really do just live in the moment. Like, just that's just what they do. And uh, yeah, it's it's weird. I don't know. I don't know how this develops. I don't know like 
what things have to happen to you at a young age for you to just be caught up in thought at all times. Yeah. And it's also reflected in my work because like I'm doing 12 things yet, like kind of going nowhere with them because I'm just like mm. bouncing back and forth and stuff. So I actually really yeah, appreciate that you mentioned this, I think. Yes. Yes. But it, it's like fucked up. Like as I was just explaining to you this whole thing, I saw light and I'm like, oh my God, that looks like a fucking spaceship shining a light on that lamp. And then I was thinking of a, a plot for a dystopian novel about like a spaceship coming down on Berkeley. And that whole thing was going on in my brain while I was just talking to you. Hmm. I mean, that's it's like, good distraction. Like sometimes I just zone out. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like, thought. but he, the thing about zoning out, it's, it's fucked. And there's also like a consumerist thing about zoning out as well. Um, and how, yeah, I mean like it's, it's a very, well, one, it's kind of an unnatural state to be in. I mean, like you're you're supposed to be present, and like happiness really lies within presence because like the present moment is always so simple. I mean, there's really stress doesn't even exist with any present moment. Like if you really think about it, like all me and you are doing right now is just sitting here. But then as you start thinking, you think of the things you have to do. You know what I mean? The, and then all these different things just start coming in. But like none of that even exists. And if you can somehow just always live within the present moment, um, there's really nothing stressful going on ever. You know, I I hate to bring it to this, but do you think YouTube has a part in this? Mm. Well, yeah. So here's the thing is the companies and consumerism has turned people into like these unconscious daydreaming people because they just want to shove as much unconscious ads as they can down your throat like if you were really sitting there present watching 30 commercials in a row you'd be pretty upset about it but like we kind of just become numb we kind of just like especially in youtube especially it's just a perfect situation for us to just sit there and zone out and just lose our consciousness and screen time definitely is an issue with that as well. Mm. Like, fuck me. We need to pull ourselves from YouTube, like, ASAP. Like, a book requires focus. And that's why, like, we feel so good when we're reading. It's like, it's yeah. you pretty much have to be present. Do you ever find yourself like reading literally like an entire page and you weren't present while reading it yep, and yep. and you reread it? Yeah. I mean, that's the state you're in when you're watching YouTube videos pretty much the entire time. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. Because you can leave without knowing anything and you still felt like you, you got something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is like the more often you catch yourself before you enter that unconscious like drooling state the easier it is to come out of it and the easier it is to avoid it and like the more you do it the more you do it the more you catch yourself before entering that state and just going back to the breath or going back to how does this, the temperature in this room feel or how do my feet feel on the ground and you know those grounding present thoughts like the easier it is to maintain that state and I don't know. My therapist once told me, I said, Hey, can you just boil this all down for me? I'm like, we have talked about so much stuff 
But I said, what is one thing? I just want you to tell me one thing I can do that would improve my life the most out of all the advice you gave me. And she said, yeah, just be more present. She's like, fuck everything I've told you. If I could leave, if you could just end our therapy sessions now and leave with one piece of advice, she said, just be more present. Hmm. You ju- she just, she, there's scientific research on it. There's a whole bunch of shit, but just being more present usually makes you a happier, more productive person. But like, what is, I feel like we've said this so many different ways, but I, like, if I were to just tell you how to be present, I still don't know how to tell you. Yes. Cause it's like, <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. It's like, you can almost talk about it like in a mes- metaphysical sense. It's like, do you even have control over like what is presence? You know, <laughs> like it's, it's such a hard thing to even talk about. It's just, it's not even a real thing. But it's, it's there. Like you have felt present before. Like I feel pretty present right now. Like, hold on. Like I'm really focused right now, David. Like right now, all I'm thinking about is the way I'm saying these words to you. Like this is like a state of fucking focus. I couldn't even imagine myself like maintaining this for more than like 30 minutes. Like really focus right now, David. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. I think it's a powerful state to be in. Yeah. It's a state that we want to be in, you know? Yeah. I, I'm doing a lot of talking right now. No, it's so it's like, I'm curious, mm, no, like, but like, is, am I doing too much talking, David? I don't think we've ever been concerned about whether or not we've talked too much on an episode. Cause I feel like once we do like, you know, 2000 of these, we're going to balance out. You know, mm. like, frankly, I don't think I'm in much of a talking state <laughs> yeah. right yeah. now. Um, but I okay. can, I guess just a quick thing that's been on my mind. I mean, please, please. I feel horrible in my body, which is kind of new. Oh, mm. what do you mean by that? This is, this is interesting, please. Interesting, interesting development, I would say. So I've been eating a lot, I would say. Um, with not much control. I think that's a downside of here is that like it's so easy to overeat because the food is right there and it's just however much you want. And, I did um, I did notice how deadly dorm food can be. Why? It's how? just like you can just eat. Like I honestly was eating more at Harvard than I was like uh, than I've eaten in the last six months. Like it's just so accessible and it's so starchy and just like oily and yeah. yeah yeah so um i've been eating a lot and i ate a lot for the past like two three days i've felt, like at this at this time of the day like around midnight near midnight i just feel bloated like oh my i feel i i feel like i'm constantly at the edge of like like i'm thinking about it i'm like vomiting you know mm. and that's how bad it is and i just i just feel bad in my body i haven't swam in four months i would say i've been playing some tennis but jesus not swimming has really oh my god i don't know and um yeah i think i'm starting to feel the consequences of not taking care of my body because this is bad this is bad i i I feel crappy Mm -hmm. you know and um Mm -hmm. i'm starting to like 
notice like my body shape too which i frankly never really paid attention to like i was always aware that i didn't have like a excessively aesthetic body um like like when we're swimming and shit like like everyone you can notice everyone's body shape you know and that never really bothered me um and frankly i just never cut my diet down to a point where i can get to a body fat where like i can get abs or something i remember yeah. when i was a freshman i remember coming into my freshman year like i'm gonna get abs this year <laughs> and <that never laughs> um but yeah that's really unfortunate and i think it's been reflecting in my day and my attitude and my mood and my emotions and i don't know um but i that's just i just want to mention that i I do have a burning question though which is like just just i I want you to just tell me those moments while you were because i i i I knew this i i knew this probably like the first two days you were here where i just felt like damn i am not doing the best i can to be present and i knew you were kind of just there in a liminal space And, and i noticed you were like very um kind of put put um like i noticed that you were off because yeah, of well, how I was when i first arrived yeah and even even towards the end you know yeah uh I, I don't think i ever like truly addressed it or or attempted to help it so like yeah when you left i was like oh, this pro- actually the reason why i didn't text you for a while after you left is because like damn i just felt shame like ashamed it's like damn i really just kind of wasted this guy's visit to boston you know like i had planned that we were gonna go to the mfa i had planned that we were going to try to go to south boston check out the you know harbor and the port and uh yeah i guess it was unfortunate i didn't really think about midterms during that time but um yeah frankly didn't do well in midterms either but um yeah i was just wondering like when you noticed i was not present like just moments that you remembered or that you you noticed Hmm. Hmm. It it's hard for me to think of like very specific moments that I can like point out. But it's weird. The only the things that I remember is when we were present, not when we weren't. My brain just kind of blocks those out. But I just think of like playing ping pong. <laughs> like I don't know. That was just great. I just mm. no, I just really liked playing ping pong with you and like. I like to go into the library a lot. And like, I I really don't want you to think that I like didn't enjoy my time in Boston because <clears throat> I've actually like, have been already dying to go back. I like opened up my camera roll and saw the picture of Pinocchio's that I took. And I was just mm. like, I could really go for some fucking Pinocchio's and just like go to the commons and play the piano. Like it was nice. And like, I do appreciate the moments that we just like did spend together. Like I know there wasn't like a lot of, of us hanging out, like we're like spending an entire day together, but like it was nice. Like I have no complaints and I know, and and, like, I understand like you're not, I know like it's impossible to be present at all times. And I saw your workload. It's, it's, you don't have to be a fucking trip advisor for me. You know, it's, it's, it's a more a day in the life of David and I'm just along for the ride. That's what this is, you know? And if you came to Berkeley, it'd be the same. I, I couldn't guarantee I could give you like a five-star experience, but. Well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even that, like I wasn't here to like, 
I wasn't there like for you necessarily. Like, oh, I wasn't like, like, like you said, like a trip advisor here. Like, it's not like, you know, you owed me anything or I owed you anything being here. It's like, you know, it, it just really felt like I didn't act in proportion to how much you mean to me. You know, like it, it, it that's what really bothered me. Like, yeah, I often, I often feel lots of guilt when I do that to you as well. Like, mm. there are times when I, when I talk to you and I'm like, and it just like left kind of a bad taste in my mouth. Cause I'm like, you know, does this guy know that I would like die for him? <laughs> like, did he, did I properly like convey that in that conversation? I don't know. No, it's whenever we talk, it, it's, it's always good. It's whenever we don't talk, it's that like, it's, yeah, it's, it's easier to be like that way. And that's what I did a lot of not talking, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, so. of course, of course, it sucks. Like, <clears throat> sorry, I'm actually not even, I'm not even emotional, but my throat is like on fire. Oh no, yeah. Oh shit, but, you should get some water. No, it's okay. It's just like okay. my tonsils are still a bit sore from being sick. Um, mm. But you know, of course, it it sucks when like you're talking to someone and you can just tell that they're not present, and it's just like. That's one of the worst feelings. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, but mm-hmm. but like I'm an empathetic person and I understand, so it's it's okay. But yeah, I think it's just like damn, you really only get. I mean, you really only get one fucking life, like you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. so it's just like we might as well spend it as much time of it just being present, like actually being alive. And, like, spending time with each other. Because, like, shit, man. The odds of us being friends, like, on the scale of this universe is unbelievable. And it's just, like, here we are wasting it on our fucking phones. (laughs) Or here we are just wasting it daydreaming. And it's just, it's crazy what what humanity has done with presence. Hmm. You should write a book at one point about presence. Or just like start spilling your thoughts and just what you think. Like slowly yeah. discover yourself. Bro, you can probably get something like this like locally published too. Just have like just spill your thoughts on just what does it mean to be present? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bro, you want to co write a book? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love to. Like what uh, just like name it presence. And just like would, be it would be oh. like a like a memoir of just like all the times or just memories or just thoughts about presence and what it means. It's just like, it's just a spill out of all of our thoughts. Of Dude. What, and what it, it can, and like, like this podcast, the book can just be whatever it wants. Yeah. Like fuck, you know, having plot in it. Fuck that. I just like, just, yeah, just chapters and chapters worth of just individual themes. And if a chapter is only two pages long, fuck it. You know, if a chapter yeah. is 30 pages long, yep. That's a long ass idea. Yeah. Do you have would, any would... thoughts? Like, do, do you have any like initial thoughts that can get us started? I'll write I'll, like low key. I'll write the first like few thoughts, and you can you can just start from there. Well, I have. I can. That's the kind of writing that I can just go. Like, I yeah? could literally go. Like, you have no idea. I have once like sat down and written like thirty fucking pages in my journal just about like jumping theme to theme and how I feel about it. Like that personal style of writing, dude, I could do that for the rest of my fucking life. If I could somehow make a living off of that, 
I would be happy. I mean, that's basically blogging, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. It is. Yeah, I would be down, bro. If you if you feel like if you can like get the first few pages down on just like presents, you know, anything yeah. that relates to presents, I think it'll be a hell of an important thing to have. Agreed. Like our thoughts, our thoughts on presents, because I feel like I don't think we've ever done like we've talked a lot and had podcasts and audio together, but I don't think we have writing yet, you know, and like. From, bro, and seriously, from the way you wrote, at least the ones you've shown me, or like you you read to me, like that's the type of shit of write. Like that's the type of that's the type of shit. Like I'm I'm into, you know, that kind of writing. That's like yeah, it's the one that like I told you about. Like as you talk, you seem retrospective, like that, like a very self conscious way of writing. Yeah. Well, yeah. So when, when yeah, when people really think about the words they use, and they like. It's like it's almost like words are they only get a certain amount and they're like trying to get as much out of it. Like mm. that's that's the kind of writing I'm in love with. And and I love people who leave things up to interpretation and aren't too specific about stuff as well. It's mm-hmm. I think we should definitely do something like that. Yeah. Sure. Sounds yeah. good. Well, I think right. I think uh for self improvement, I need to start exercising on a regular basis as well. So like, yeah, let's let's start doing that shit. Yeah, like, dude, that would be nice. Um, and then, yeah, the presents—it's a big deal. I mean, that was literally my word. Oh, for the summer? Yeah, summer of presents, really? Yeah, yours was curiosity, mine was presents. Bro, I honestly forgot about that shit. We should I, probably I think... extend that further for the winter. For the oh, we might have different words though. Ooh, should we should we do that again for like each season? We should, yeah. Ooh, ooh, shit. Yeah, bro. Okay, yeah. I like it. I like it on a quarterly basis as well. Months are too short. Years are too long. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, and and like seasons have their distinctive personalities too. It fits. Yeah. Um. When does when does winter start? Let me see here. Just search up like the winter solstice. Like yeah, winter solstice. Uh, December twenty first. Oh no, 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 I think it's the e- equinox, right? Is the equinox or solstice where the where Ooh. the when does winter yeah, start? Yeah, winter starts on Tuesday, December twenty first, and ends on March twentieth. Bro, what the fuck? I didn't know. Yeah, it's in March. Okay, <laughs> I had no do idea. Do, a, do we want to do a fall one? Yeah, I think so. I think there's still time. There's still time. There's plenty of time. Okay, okay. How about this? For our next episode, we'll come back and we'll share what our presents or or we can brainstorm on the next episode. Yeah. Okay. Right, no, I like it. I like it. Yeah, man. I feel like this is a banger, man. I thank you. I <laughs> I feel I good about this one too. A lot of important things were said, but thank you, Cal. <laughs> Sorry. Presents. <laughs> this coffee okay, definitely get some water after after this episode but, yes um, yes yeah i caught myself a couple of times when you started talking i was about to check my phone um but then like i was like fuck it no presents so yes i i i think the fact that that's why all of our in-person episodes are bangers because we we're just literally making eye contact and i think eye contact is like one of the greatest ways to maintain presence For presence yeah. yeah all right all right man well, See you later. I think this is what David and Cal felt. 
on Wednesday, November 17th, 2021.